This is Armando Santos. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f- so funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stump. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Saturday, August 15, 2015, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios this week at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Embrace yourself for a bold century experience. It's the Camacho American Age Tour. It's here. This is the main event with the Cigar Authority. Nothing but fun and games, they say, is happening here, and it's not to be missed if you're anywhere in the area uh, come on down to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and join us. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And if you want a lesson in manliness, you just check out my latest Manly Moments Here video. Ring the bell. Posted on the Two Guys Smoke Shop Nashua page. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location and the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. American Barrel Age Tour. This is a cigar that is uh, new to Camacho, and they got lots going on. They got Jinger out there. They got Cornhole. Ring the bell. What do you call that? Strongest man. Strong man uh, competition, yeah. You, you know, this is where it came from. When you uh, close but no cigar, that's where it came from. We also, around here, in this particular location of ours, we call that the Barry. The Barry. The close but no cigar. It's ah, called the Barry. There we go. Because he's off camera. He's close. Ah, but I was wondering where he was going. Ah, he's just not quite. Well, over. he also failed to ring the bell. Failed to oh, you tried bell. to you tried to hit it. I went over a hundred, but it just missed hitting the bell. Close. He was close, but, but, no, but cigar. no cigar. But I didn't even swing. I didn't even swing at it. I don't blame I'm afraid you. I'm going to pull a yeah, muscle, hurt, hurt my shoulder or something. It seems too much of an effort anyway. So lots going on here, and uh, if you've never tried American Barrel Age, uh, that's what we're going to smoke today. Uh, we're going to do something we've never done before in over five years of the Cigar Authority. We're doing what is known as a vertical tasting, which means smoking every cigar of that brand, deciding which is different or better sure. or however we feel that is. I would feel bad. It's like it's like trying to judge your children. You're not going to necessarily say one is better than the other. Maybe you are. I don't know. Well, there's different sizes. Does it? Do, is, is, should there be any um, anything to? I don't like that particular size. You know, we have to push all that aside. Right. Never mind that we're not comfortable with that size in our mouth or comfortable with that in That's our hand. That's what she said. Correct. But it's <laughs> what is taste the best to us, right? Mm. Heidi actually has never said that to you, I'm sure. No. 
Absolutely not. Uh, no comment. There we go. Giggity. <laughs> so there was three sizes of American Barrel Age. We're going to smoke them all. I'll pass them out to you guys while Barry tells us about Camacho Barrel Aged. All right. The Camacho American Barrel Age is a cigar built the American way with pride and ingenuity. Featuring American broadleaf on the wrapper and binder, the cigar features filler of Pennsylvania Maduro, American broadleaf, and barrel-aged Corojo. The Corojo leaf is aged for five months inside Kentucky bourbon barrels made of American oak. Each barrel contains 80 pounds of tobacco that is rotated leaf by leaf to ensure an even finish. The barrel method is applied after the Corojo has been aged for six years. The result is a cigar that takes on a multi-layered complexity that serves up sweet bourbon aromas and oak flavors that create a rich cigar with a fiery disposition. Available in three sizes, Robusto, Toro, and Gordo, and they carry an MSRP from $10 to $12. Okay, Robusto, Toro, and Gordo. So the Robusto is a 5x50, Barry? Uh, Robusto is a 5x50, the Toro is a 6x50, and the Gordo is a 6x60. 6x60. So uh, two in the 50 ring gauge. The difference is length only, five and six inches, and the other one is the same as the Toro, but it's a thicker ring gauge from a 50 to a 60. So this is actually pretty good because we're going to actually determine uh, if the length has anything to do have with anything it, anything right? to do yeah. with it, or does the thickness have anything to do with it? The the middle one, the tweener here, the Toro, is the in between. So we should be really basing everything off of that, right? And I would like to uh, do a little commercial here. The Footband removal is brought to you by Camacho American Barrel Age. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a vertical tasting, it happens in wines. You hear that a lot. Um, different vintage years that they'll have the same wine and different vintage years. In this case, we're all in the same vintage year, but we're going to do it by size. You're doing scotch all the time as well. Uh, in a horizontal wine tasting... We're doing a vertical, but in a horizontal wine tastings, the wine are from the same vintage year, but different wineries. See, I was just assuming that huh? one of the people tasting the wine was naked. I just went. No. Okay. So we have horizontal and vertical. So we're saying this is a vertical, but we have the same vintage year. So is this a horizontal? It's a good, uh, it's a good question. Huh? It's huh? a good question. So I'm going to go with we're having a horizontal tasting. Because vertical would be different years. So if we smoke different years of it, uh, I think that's where it is. I think that's what it is. Uh, in in uh, cigars, we will smoke all the sizes of the same exact line. And until we come up with a better terminology, I think we go with horizontal okay. tasting. It's a horizontal tasting. Uh, in this case, American barrel age to see what is the best tasting size. So... Uh, this could be the horizontal tasting, or it could be just a crazy tasting, huh? You checking any of this out, uh, the people who are watching The scenery this? has improved dramatically. So we've got lovely ladies that are here. Yeah. And, see, uh, now it's a good thing I'm not sitting next to Jonathan, because the people at home got to see them walk by behind us. Ah, you got a little space in between. So, yeah, footband on here, so we've got to take all the footbands off so that we can cut these properly, and it's time to cut. The official cutting, and we're going to cut all three. We're going to actually smoke all three cigars at the same time. We had a little talk about that before we yep. started. Maybe we'll do it during. But we're going to go all the way. We're going to smoke all three at the same time. Folks at home, don't try this at home. We're try professionals. There's nothing wrong with smoking no, three cigars no. at the same time. Just man up and do it. You've got to be a professional for do, to do this. You've got to have years of experience. Three at the same time. Years of experience. Or just be able to light three cigars. That's all you really need is a skill. 
So let's give it a cut. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, it was Perdomo and Perdomo alone that cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. I did Perdomo three cigars. Times. There we go. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. That's Perdomo Cigars. So we got three to cut. So while you're cutting three, I already jumped the gun. Of course you did. And I cut <laughs> my three. Giga yeah. If you do the cold drawer on the Gordo, the 6x60, it is definitively sweeter than ah, the Toro and the Robusto. Because it would have more of that tobacco in there. Yes, more of the, I believe the sweetness is coming from the Pennsylvania Maduro. Not from the bourbon. The Corojo bourbon. No, because I'm under the impression that it's one leaf that's been aged you in. You cough every time, Mr. Jonathan. I have, not, on the I have not coughed in months. You cough every single time, every single time. Go ahead and listen to last week's show. No cough. So I'm under the impression it's one bourbon barrel aged leaf per cigar. At least according to. One Corojo leaf. Right. And that has been bourbon barrel aged. Correct. The American part of this is American Pennsylvania, and it's American Connecticut, broadleaf. Right. Which we just came from Pennsylvania and Connecticut, Connecticut and, and seeing broadleaf. Yes. So this is both the Pennsylvania and the Connecticut. Right. But Camacho is known for Corojo. A hundred percent. So they put one leaf. One leaf inside a bourbon barrel where it ages for an additional five months. On top of the six years, yes. it's already been aging. And then one... So only one leaf is in each one, whether it be the 50 ring gauge or the 60, it's one leaf. To my impression, from I got you. conversations I had with, it might have been the rep, might not have been the rep. Well, I'm agreeing with leaf. you that it's coming from the Pennsylvania, right. because if there's one leaf in each one, it should be sweeter in the 50 than it is in the 60. Right. But there would be more Pennsylvania in the 60, mm-hmm. therefore... It should be yeah, sweeter. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely it is. sweeter sure. in the 60, yeah. and then drier in the other two, and the driest is the Robusto. Hmm. It's amazing that it is different, and, it, and the 60 is sweeter. No doubt about it. We should probably light the 60 first because it is absolutely going to burn longer, and we've got two hours to burn this bad boy. All right, and we got the right lighter for it. We are going to use the Triple Jet Vertigo Cyclone. This is the original bad boy featuring the very first ever big-ass tank patented. in a lighter. It is patented. It is not patented, and it's not called the big-ass uh, tank. Very easy adjustment with your fingernail, which has been made even easier when you go to the Cyclone 2, but this one's a little bit less money at twelve ninety nine for this bad boy. Plenty of juice, plenty of gas to be able to get through all three of these cigars. No My Gordo or 60 ring gauge has been lit, and I'm moving on to the Toro, the Toro, which is the 6x50. I begin to toast that one up. We were talking about that earlier on the show. We're toasting it. We're not scorching the hell out of the wrapper and burning it. I know we got some dead ear here because That's we like a, three yeah, at a time. three at a time. Kids, don't try this at home. Even are end up with uh, some, some hot lighters here. This is... This is riveting radio. Yeah, this is bad radio here with uh, three people lighting. The geeks are loving it. The geeks are loving the sounds. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) You've got to go back and re-puff on your 60 or it's going to go out. Riveting. Riveting. Yeah. 
Well, see, the fifth, the uh, Toro went out on me already. It's because you talk too much. I'm not talking enough right now. There's a wow. lot, lot of spice on the 60. They're already different. But there's more flavor on the Toro. The Toro, to me, is more diverse. This is the first time I've ever done this in my life. 30 years in the cigar business. I've never actually done this horizontal cigar taste. I may never do it again. This is very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something. The 60 is sweeter. I, I like the 60 better already. Wow. And I don't like 60s. See, I'm getting more spice, more pepper off of the, the 60. No, the Toro, my God. No, yeah. You're out of your mind, Barons. A Robusto is robust. We're getting a lot of flavors already on the Robusto, hence the name Robusto. Robust all at once. Mm. It's filtering itself out a little bit on the 60 ring gauge. It's an inch longer. It's got a little more place to filter itself out to. So I can see that stepping back a, a tiny bit on, on the strength profile of it. But the sweeter of the, of the bunch is the 60 ring gauge. Very interesting. Very interesting. The 60 is much milder. Can some of a, one of us win a prize if none of our cigars go out? You already lost. No, now that we're legitimately lit, right? Take all, a second, yeah. We're all legitimately lit. Yeah, much spicier on the Robusto than the Toro, in my humble opinion. All right, so initial thoughts. Which initial wine thought do is, we like the best so far? As an entrepreneur, my initial thought is, and I can't help but going through my mind, if I can get everybody to do this, we will triple our business. Overnight. Triple our business. Smoke three cigars at the same time all the time. Huh? And will it take the same amount of time if this is basically yeah. an hour and a half cigar? It's only going to take an hour and a half to smoke three as opposed to an hour and a half to smoke one. It's more efficient. Spicy corn chips, not just any corn chips, though, the Frito-Lay ones, the ones that look like Freddy Krueger fingernails, those with a little cayenne pepper, uh, that's what I'm picking up on the 60. I'll give you the corn chips. Yeah. A little Frito-Lay, Tostito-type action going on. Corn chips. Yes. Are those the brown ones with speckles on them? Yes. Okay, yeah, I got you. The ones that look like Freddy Krueger fingernails. They're like curved. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. They, they're like little mini scoops. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a those little are good. When I was a kid, I used to scoop those into vanilla ice cream. Mr. Jonathan, you get a bell. I think you got it. Briar's vanilla ice cream and Frito-Lay corn chips could quite possibly be the greatest food combination ever come up with. This is a Frito. It, Frito see, corn chips. See, this yeah. pisses me off. Frito and vanilla ice cream, and he's that. I've never done Fritos oh. and vanilla ice cream in no, my life. No, your issue is you've this. never not I eaten have. the entire thing of ice cream. I, well, I have yeah. a couple of scoops from a Frito-Lay, oh, and yeah. I'm happy. And I mean, then, it's the whole bag. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm with you, too, on that. And I have done it, and I have done it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the, it's, a, it's, it's a Fritos cornflake yeah, of is. the 60 ring gauge, right? It's yeah. got saltiness to it, and it's got that thing it's going got on. the whole yep. thing. I'll eat so many of those, I'll actually get sores in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the inside of your lip, yeah. from the salt, a little oh, yeah. burn. <laughs> yeah. And fight right through it. Go through it. That's yeah, you just got to man up. Yeah, go. Man up. My mouth's bleeding. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and keep eating. That's the vo internal dialogue right there. It is. Can you hear inside my head? <laughs> 
It is a contest. It is a contest. I'm trying to take a draw from each you one of them. You guys are going to hate this, but if you were to make string beans <laughs> and <laughs> coat the outside of the string bean. The world would come to an end. The Frito-Lays. make string beans. We got a little string bean Ola Frito-Lay on the Robusto. See, Dave and I can't agree with you on that because, you know, spring, string beans, what the hell are those? Yeah. <clears throat> you deep fry it and put some chocolate sauce on it. <laughs> now you got a party, I'm right? Yeah, now I'm it's a party. <laughs> or melted cheese. <clears throat> That's how I first fell in love with broccoli. I can't believe I early like the Gordo the best because I like that size the least. Mm. But in taste, you can taste that something different is happening. This could be, well, now we've been theorizing for five years yeah. about why the 660 is so popular and people that are smoking them could be onto something. So well, you know what I'd like to see them do to a 660 is actually bellicoso it, have a point at the end yeah. so, so I can yeah. have it smaller in my mouth because that's the problem with it. I know I have a big mouth, but I can't hold a big cigar in my mouth. I think it's I might have gone a little too far with they... the string bean competition because we lost three fat guys out of our Oh, they, went, they left their stuff. They went to go get All some right. ribs because right. they got ribs cooking on that grill. What's the name of that grill? It's a smoker, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh... there's a name to it. There is a name to it. Yeah, it's an awesome-looking grill, yes. whatever the heck that it's is. It's an electronic. Oh, here it is here. Yoder. Yoder, yeah, yeah, Yoder. yeah. Yoder. Yoder grill. You plug it in, it burns pellets, yeah. so you don't have to worry about having enough wood. You can just pick the pellets up at your local store, which is a hard wood. It smokes the pellets, creates the heat from the pellets, and cooks the meat yep. all from the pellets. Awesome. The, Yoda, nice. the Yoda smoker, the force is strong within that one. Yes. The force is strong. I'm with you. All right, 1-1 one, one on the bell thing. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's if a contest, keep, too? If you, everything's everything's a, contest. a contest. So last week's Duran question and answer. What do we have on here, Barry? All right. No, I couldn't hold my notes because I got three cigars going in my hand. So my apologies to the cross You didn't branding. have enough room on your lap? No. <laughs> no, that's the Camacho barrel age. So it's time for the question of the week brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran. Duran cigars combine the best quality tobacco fillers from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the difference, Duran cigars. Last week, we asked who you wanted to see review Kilo, and the answer Ooh. is in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm nervous. Ah. 45% want to see David Garofalo review it, while 38% want to see Chuck Morrison review it. Did I win? You won. You won. Oh, no. How many and, people said me? And Jonathan actually beat me by like 2%. So I was at the bottom of the I want to see barrel. you do it. You came in last place. Yes. Well, I'm going to eventually do it. Yeah. But. Uh, I'll do it. If that's what you want to do, I'll mm-hmm. do it. But uh, you may want to judge that after Monday. Yes. Because Monday I wrote another one of those I editorials. S- I saw it. I haven't read it yet. Oh, you didn't? I know it's been proofread. You are really on vacation, huh? Yeah, I didn't even open up my computer other than like wow. a half hour in the morning to see what news and legislation. And uh, I couldn't even come up with a decent question this week. So my apology to Duran Cigars. Uh, but this week we're going to ask you the question, which is your favorite Camacho cigar? So on the website, on the right-hand side, underneath Roberto Duran's advertisement. <laughs> is, is which Camacho, is which do, you Camacho like do you like best? Can I take some of those bells back? <laughs> back down to zero, buddy. Yeah, so, 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 so understand this, our, our, our thankful advertisers who, who help support the show, mm-hmm. that 
uh, Roberto P. Duran, new advertiser. Glad to have you on there. It's been uh, nice knowing you. I want to <laughs> know. We understand why you're canceling your ad. I want to know what is your favorite Camacho cigar. But brought what, to you by Roberto P. Duran Cigars. But while you're voting and you're figuring which one is your best, light up a Duran cigar because the question of the week <laughs> was brought to you by Duran Cigars. And when the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Durant Cigars. It should be Camacho. <laughs> Experience the difference. Yeah. <laughs> My apologies, Jack Tarano. Listen, Jack, he's on vacation, and he, he shuts his brain off during vacation. I didn't realize. You, know, you do have my cell phone number, right? You could always text me because I'm pretty good at coming up with questions for the future. The key is, and this I'll say morning, this to you I'm, now, write 50 questions. You're all set for the year. Yeah, I have them written somewhere. I yeah. just, like, my mind was just, you know, on the two-and-a-half-pound lobsters we boiled the other night and the, the steamers, and I had a total New England I vacation. I understand that. It was all about food. Yes. I'm with you. I'm How is your vacation any different than, say, just any Tuesday? When you're not thinking well, about Well, that's it. It's yeah. just a Tuesday. Tuesday was every day this past week. Gotcha. There you go. So, so I like the sweetness of the 60, but it's right now it's not my favorite of the three. Really? Yes. This is a horizontal cigar tasting. I don't know if it's ever been done before. Did anybody ever do this with sizes? I've been to the factories when they're all testing blends and stuff. Right. It's all the same size. They're testing different blends of the same cigar. And we could certainly try each one of the Camachos right now. See, that to me would be horizontal tasting. You can't take it directly from wine because there really isn't very many examples of vintages of cigars. They don't put the date on the box right. for the most part. Yeah. So a horizontal tasting would be the same cigar with the blend tweaked. As you're testing the cigar to see yeah, which one you're going to come up with. there isn't a name for this. We've got to come up with a name. This is vertical. This is a cigar vertical no, tasting. vertical would be. That's this. in the wine world. In the cigar world, it's different. We don't have vintages, really. There's a few there examples really of vintages. No, but there really is. Every year it changes. So you, you could say. You're making the assumption that someone sells out of their entire lot in a year, which a lot of companies do not. Uh, yeah. I got a question. But next week we're going to have one of the Newmans on. Are we going to do it with Brickhouse? Where there's eight different sizes. No, we're not. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever do this ever again. I'm struggling well, holding three. Dave, here, here's the question for you, right? Because I actually get this a lot. Now, again, I'm the craft beer guy, right? I love IPAs and stouts yeah. and things like that. And they'll come in different sizes. Cans, bottles, large, small, 16, 24 ounce. And it's more or less a volume game, right? You're getting more. Yeah. But in cigars, and I get this question from my friends, like, all right, Chuck, if there's one brand that has four or even three different sizes, it's the same cigar, right? You're getting the same flavor. It's just a longer smoke or a shorter smoke. And my answer is always absolutely not. And they just can't seem to grasp their head around that. Yeah, because there's a blend in here. And obviously the thinner ring gauge and the thicker ring gauge is going to have more components of something different. Wrapper by itself, there's only one piece of wrapper around. Some people will argue, and we had this argument before, that a bigger ring gauge is going to use more wrapper. But... It's pie. The filler, the filler it's to the, wrapper ratio is, has changed. Pie, right? Automatically, that circumference of something right. yeah. e- equals itself out. So the right. wrapper ends up being actually the only common allergy in here. Right. It's more filler now, than 60. Get really this. I'm at, I'm at the same length of ash for the most part on my three cigars. The Robusto started off very aggressive at the beginning. Robust. And it has calmed down a little bit. The Toro started off calm and is now crossing into Robusto territory, yes. and it's starting to ramp up. Yeah. So I'm going to say that after, if you were to take this Toro and cut an inch off, you'd have a Robusto. I'm, I'm going out on a limb early and saying I think 
that these two are actually exactly the same blend. But they just start a little, different. Uh, right. They start different. See, Correct. I, I, for me, the Toro and the 60 are tasting almost ex- identical with the 50 still remaining stronger. And I think, I think it has to do how with... How can I you, tell how much you've smoked? You have no ash. I, I'm yeah. losing them all over me. Thank God I'm off camera. But <laughs> for me... Not to the, our viewing audience, you're not. For me, the 50 will burn a little bit hotter than the 60. Absolutely true. So that's going to change the flavor I like profile. The cool, I like the coolness of the 60 that's happening because yep. the other ones are burning hot on Yeah. And you'd never know it unless you actually did this. The 60 has just crossed over from vanilla ice cream to maple walnut. So now you're dipping your Fritos into maple walnut ice cream. He's not far off, folks. I, I want to make fun of him, but he's not far off. Such a good uh, Chuck, you missed a little sound effect right oh, there. Oh, you want a little love? Can't we even do it? Uh, you nailed it. You like how that feels, don't you? Don't you? I do. You like how it feels. Next Saturday is, um, uh, we were just mentioning. Eric Newman. Eric, Eric Newman. Newman. We'll be here from J.C. Newman Cigars, joining us for a Too Good to Be True cigar event, in-store cigar event. We'll talk about other things and stuff, but uh, if you're in the New England area and you want to come down, this is uh, the Godfather offer. That you're basically going to get. It's too good to it's even say. You can't refuse. You can't refuse. You're going to come down and you're going to say this is ridiculous, but uh, this is what they want to do. It's so ridiculous that I'm going to buy it. Yes. Yes. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but Eric Newman is uh, up doing uh, what you're doing. He's coming up on Monday and start his vacation with his wife. Okay. And then he's going to come here and do an event with us uh, at two of our stores on Friday, and then on Saturday come on the show, and we're going to broadcast that from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. So if you want to come by and meet the man, he's the president of J.C. Newman, Fuente Newman Cigars. Um, this is a family that's been doing it for over 100 years. Uh, he really knows his stuff. Uh, come and meet Eric Newman. Uh, he'll be here with us. So. I just hit the barrel-aged leaf in the Robusto. Like they, they held it back or made it a little bit shorter. I'm getting an overwhelming taste of charcoal coming out of this Robusto right now. Very, very interesting. Yeah, and, and I know yeah. other reviewers and stuff listen to the show. I yeah. urge you to actually do this. Yeah. We were joking around as we were putting this thing together. It, it's very, very interesting to me because I've never gone through this process. They're different. They're all different. They're all different. You think they're all Twix? They're not all Twix. No. And, people, and I wonder how the manufacturers feel that, about that being that they're all different, because they try to tweak the blend so all the sizes are consistent all the way through. The good news is they probably never had anybody do this, right. so no one's ever going to say. <laughs> we just it. blew it, but we just pulled a curtain. Back. Good, we just lost Camacho as an advertiser too. Go. So hey, outstanding. Two for one. That's it. Okay, so we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, uh, my our plan is to bring George Ramey here, aka the Latin Thunder, the Latin Thunder from down under. Is he from uh, Austria? He's from uh, Australia. Australia. Oh, put another shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> Uh, he hosts the American Barrel Age Tour. He will, uh, we'll be talking with him about it. Where's he been? Where will he be in the future? If you missed this event, don't worry, because he's going to tell you where you can meet up with him in the near future, maybe in a uh, town or city near you, uh, somewhere near you. We are vertically or horizontally or crazy tasting. Maybe crazy is the way to go with this. Camacho Barrel Age Cigars. And we're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Come on down. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. She's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! (laughs) Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Mr. Punch is back with a new cigar that keeps it true to his name. Introducing Punch Signature, a flavorful, fuller-bodied cigar from Punch featuring a specially cultivated Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper and rich Nicaraguan fillers. The wrapper brings the deep history of Ecuadorian tobacco and Punch into the present with this new exciting leaf. You're not going to see that wrapper anywhere else in the market, so you owe it to yourself to grab one today. The new Punch Signature, true to its name. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose.
Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios, this time at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over five years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. There is nonsense happening here today. There's a party going on. It's called the Camacho American Barrel Age Road Tour, and our guest has been hitting the road for some time now. It's actually a couple of years now. He's known as the Latin Thunder we call him George, George Ramey. Welcome to the Cigar Authority, George. Thank you very much, guys, for having us here. So Thank here, you, you see what we're doing here? We're doing a vertical tasting, a horizontal tasting. I can see that. And we're trying all three at the same time to actually see if they taste different, and they do. I don't know if you've ever they gone go, through this process. No, believe it or not, I have not. But I'll uh, probably try that out after you know, this little conversation that we have. You are a professional, and you could do three cigars at the same oh, time. Oh, for sure. We're telling the, 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 uh, the folks listening, you probably don't want to try this. You need to be a professional to smoke three cigars at the same time, although you could triple our business if you would join yeah, us. Absolutely. If, if that's the case. Yeah. Or, or, or if you have some of those ribs, you make sure you have some of those ribs outside really? and then, you right. know, with, a, with a full stomach, and then uh, you can try that. Now, uh, people ask me this question all the time. I'm going to ask you. How many cigars a day would you say you smoke while you're on the road? Oof. Uh, depends the, uh, the, the length of the event. You know, sometimes I have uh, eight-hour events. Like, you know, yesterday I was here for eight hours, so I probably smoke about, you know, seven, eight cigars. There we go. You know, depending on the size. But, yeah, about sure. five to eight cigars. And you bounce around from the Camacho line? Uh, yes, and sometimes I do try, you know, if I ask around, hey, what's a good cigar that's selling good in the store? I try yeah, it out, yeah, try, of course. Try yeah. it is. So of all the Camacho, what is your favorite Camacho? The Ecuador Churchill. Mm. Ecuador no Churchill, yeah. No kidding. Camacho was known, really, for the Corojo. The Corojo, yeah. Okay. Blast of pepper. Yes. You know, full flavor. Yep. And in this is just one leaf of Corojo. In one, this one leaf of uh, six-year-old Corojo that we uh, ship from our, uh, our our factory in Honduras to the DR, and we age him for five months in uh, Kentucky bourbon barrels. So this is the only Camacho being made in the Davidoff factory, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. And you are from Honduras yourself? Yes, there from San Pedro Sula, yeah. There we go. Where yep. does the nickname the Latin Thunder come from? Uh, that was a uh, very rough night with uh, Matt Booth from <laughs> Room 101 at our uh, Madison uh, store in, uh, in, uh, in New York. 
Um, and uh, pretty much, you know. You can after, leave out the part uh, where your pants ended up coming uh, off and everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, is is yeah. there a DVD <laughs> that actually shows uh, the Latin? It all, it all happened. Closed doors in the <laughs> yeah, basement. Yeah, it's called of George the store. Gone Wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it all happened in the basement of the store. It's, uh, it was a rough. Vi- night, it's a vivid then, video they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, their, we can get the surveillance uh, from the from the store, and uh, you know, you'll see the fun there. But yeah, it was uh, you know thanks to. Uh, to Boofy, uh, he gave me that nickname, and uh, you know it's stuck. It's stuck. It's stuck. It's stuck. It's written on your shirt. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> Rocking that. So we're even trying to make the cigars not go out, so you keep us keep chain smoking through this thing. The, the what you said? We're chain smoking through. Oh, them I can see that. Now, now you make me, you know, salivate. I got to try that whole, you know, horizontal uh, um, yeah, you know, tasting. We can't I have th- to. We can't think of another way for it. But this uh, little block of wood came in handy. That uh, you guys are, are mm. gi- giving away and um, chance to win an ash cigar stave. Yes, yeah, perfect. That is an actual uh, very good way of uh, of using it. And this is uh, a piece of the the bourbon barrel itself. Yes. So it's all we uh, um, partner up with a company called Kentucky. Uh, no, Bourbon Barrel Rehab out of Kentucky. So everything that are you know uh, the ashtrays and the staves and obviously the displays that we have are all made actually of uh, of you know uh, bourbon former bourbon barrels. Yeah. So uh, we played a little uh, cornhole yesterday, me and you. Oh yes. Uh, how did yeah. it, how did the it end up? Uh, how, how do we end how up did, with how, cornhole? Yeah, no. How did we, me and you, against each other? Uh, well, you know, supposedly it was your first time, yeah, but uh, but you 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 know, it was a good game. I'm undefeated. undefeated. That's what I'm looking you for. Know, but then, <laughs> how many times have you played? Once. Once. <laughs> That's it. You got to stop now. It's like Nesta Miranda with his basketball. He was telling he me stopped, that he stopped playing after he won the he first. He was telling time. me he retired right away. One shot, it went in three points. He says, "All right, I'm all done." Nice. What, a, what an awkward name for a game, cornhole. Yeah. Cor- yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's not. But it is fun, and it's nothing it but not dudes a, that play. Yeah, right. and it, it and it's not as easy as as it looks. No, it's, it's beanbag horseshoes is really what it it's is. Bags. It's a Call little it safer. Bags. Yeah, little I never safer. heard of it till I moved up here. Yeah, it's fairly I new. I can't imagine it's more than six we years old. We definitely do not have that there, that down in, in Honduras. So it's my first time actually playing and, and seeing this thing. I've heard of it, but I never actually. Now there's it, other so. stuff going on. You got the strongman competition out the there. The high striker, the yeah, high striker. So we have the high striker. Um, we have the oversized Jenga, which that actually uh, it's very appealing. A lot of people uh, like it, and we actually have you know two sets going on outside, and they're they're playing as we speak. Have and you ever heard the term "close but no cigar"? Close but no cigar? No. You never heard that? No. All right, it's an old, old saying, close but no cigar, with anything, that somebody ends up getting close to whatever they're trying to do, and ah, close but no cigar. The terminology came from that striker. Oh, that yeah. They would hit, yeah, if because, you could hit, ring the bell, they'd give you a free cigar. That's how it started you know, you'd out, pay, yeah. You'd nickel to that. play the game, and you'd get it up, and you'd get a free cigar, which would be a nickel cigar. Yeah. And yeah. if you didn't hit it. I was so close, I just missed. You were close. But no cigar. But no cigar. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I like that. Oh, That's where it came from. Awesome. So, uh, very interesting. Um, what is your favorite size uh, of cigar that you smoke? Uh, okay, so uh, preferably Churchill, if okay. not Toro. You know, if uh, obviously on the on the uh, okay, American Barrel Age, we don't have the Churchill, right. so I smoke the Toro. The Toro I think is the one that is perfectly for, perfectly balanced. Yeah, I would say the same until I did this. And then it changes because you end up seeing the differentiates right. that happen. Because I'm not big on a 60 ring gauge. I, I don't care for it. It's too uncomfortable in my mouth. Or so he says. But Yet he plays cornhole. Yes, I yeah. do. But, <laughs> undefeated. Undefeated. But it, uh, to me, it's not even a contest here. The 60 ring gauge is uh, um, above all others. Sure. Hmm. And Jonathan was saying the same earlier. I don't know if you're still in that, in that ballpark um, as we're getting through. I'm... Uh, 
the one that I liked the best before this was the Toro because smoking the Toro and the Robusto back to back, yeah. I liked the Toro better because it develops a little slower. But I'm I'm leaning toward the 60 because I do tend to like a slightly milder cigar, and the 60s coming across is slightly milder. Very nice, interesting. Yeah, well, you get a lot more smoke out of that uh, that cigar as well. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I might have to try whatever you guys are doing. You know, the vertical taste, so I can uh, you know determine which one. So far, like I said, the Churchill, the Churchill, the uh, the Toro is my my favorite. Have you been surprised with that high striker by any little kids that come up and are able to ring the bell, just get some speed on the hammer? Well, there is a little bit of behind the scenes, so I have I am walking around with my little wrench, so I adjust it. You oh, know, all if right. a kid wants to play, okay. it's happened before. Yeah, is there so, a trick you know, to it though? You hit the corner of it. Or you, you, yeah, yeah. Towards the the the, uh, the front of the where you actually strike it, that's that's pretty much the, the, get the, get the a little sweet more leverage, spot. the yeah. sweet spot. Yeah. Okay. So okay. you've done about nine events this year so uh, far. Eight, eight, eight events. Eight. I think this is number. Any memor- any memorable stories to share? Uh, well, every uh, keep it every PG. event, every yeah, every <laughs> event is uh, it's a circus, man. You okay. know, we try to have fun, and then whenever we show up with a big truck and trailer, and everything is just uh, you know the customers. Which most of the stores that I'm doing, I had the uh, torch it up uh, tour last year, right? Which it was a big success, which we did in Seabrook. Yeah, we did in Seabrook, and we had a lot of fun that day. Um, so every every event is just just you know different, but uh, good 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 vibes. People have fun, you know. And then like I said, every everything everything just 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 happens as it is. You know, different crowds, different events have different customers. You right. Know. Different um, parts of the country. You're exactly. Un- you're yeah. an unmarried man. Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. Um, so pretty girls at each one of these. Yes, always. And, always. Uh, so we always, you know, roll in with a you know a couple models and yeah. stuff. We try to try to uh, screen them before before uh, they show up. That way, you know, we have the well, high standards. Want, yeah, you don't want anyone. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't need, complaining we don't need, about some, the smoke and whatnot. No, no surprises. Yeah, of course. Talk and, to and us that's, about the screening that's process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's where you know that that remains the PG. Is this part really yeah. where Latin Thunder came to this? <laughs> really? <laughs> and is there any screening process after? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. We try we try to keep it known as the post screening. Yeah. <laughs> so where are you? Where are you going to come in the – where are you uh, – i got to watch my terminology. Where, yeah, are you, yeah. where are you going in the future? Big uh, D. Yeah. All right. So next week we are in um, Queensbury, New York, in a store called uh, Cup of Joe's. Cup of Joe's, uh, okay. With Kathleen and, uh, and, um, and Brian over there. So always a good time. Long hours. Uh, they like to uh, party all day. So, and this is know. a three-day event for them too? Yes. Okay. So, by by the way, we have somebody here today who lives in Connecticut that was vacationing in Lake George near Cup of Joe's. It's about 10 and minutes. They told, yep, they told him about the Camacho event. And okay. That he would miss it to look because they thought it would be near where he is in Connecticut. Okay. And sure enough, he drove up from Connecticut to join us today. Nice. And so he's floating around. So we'll show oh, a little love go. back. Is that there. Phil? A little love, yeah. Uh, all I know is he has a spider web on his elbow. Uh, I wasn't looking okay. at his elbow. We'll check out for uh, spider yeah, he Oh, bought. that's you. There, there he is. Go. Oh, that's Phil. Welcome, Phil. man. There we go. Thank you. Good Thank stuff. you for coming all the way up. And uh, so you're going to go so, there yeah, so, next so, week? Next uh, week. Cup of Joe's next week, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And then from there, I pack up a truck and trailer, and I drive down all the way to Florence, Alabama. Oh, wow. Truly Cigars. Yeah, that's quite a drive, uh, about so eight, while, 18 hours. While you're on the tour, do you get vacation during the, you know, you take a week off or whatever, and you yeah. can park the truck and the trailer and take some time for yourself, or is this? Yeah, usually I get uh, about two days off. You know, so I fly down to Miami, which is where I, uh, where I live. Um, but if if it just if the driving is a little too hectic, then I don't get to go home because I have to you know be at a store at a certain time. And sometimes, like I like I said, like the New York to Alabama will take me about three days safely to make mm. it down there. Do so you go out I west at all? 
Uh, not this year. Last year we did all the way to California, um, but no, not this year. I think uh, as far as uh, Dallas uh, is where we're going to go. Um, Dallas, yeah, that's as far as west as we're going to go yeah. this year. My Toro has turned into the Robusto, like you yep. were saying earlier. <laughs> as it get down, now the Toro begins tasting like the Robusto. I you still, you still. Okay. My Toro is catching up to the Robusto, which makes me think that I if, I were to, if I were to rate them all, that I probably like the Robusto the least. That one packs up a little bit more of a punch. So, you know. Yeah, the, the, the mild. This relight brought to you by the uh, Vertigo Cyclone, by the way. Thirteen ninety nine, and that's George lighter. relighting. But us, we're doing three at the same time, and we're managing to conduct the interview and smoke and smoke all, all three, three at the sound without, yeah, without it going out. Again, it's a professional thing, folks. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So you you did this you did this tour last year. You've got the the barrel age tour this year. Last Any year, thoughts? last year was. Um, Torch it up. Torch it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are the thoughts for next year, or are we not thinking that far ahead? Uh, I guess we are in the office. I just, uh, I'm not aware exactly of what, what's going on. But it's going to be, you know, interesting, like always. Uh, new dynamics to it, you know, using some of the components uh, that we're using this year just to try to perfect the tour, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's a work in progress. Do you get the feeling that, is it Dylan that puts these together? Dylan uh, Austin? It, it's, uh, yes. Uh, he sees the brains behind the whole operation. Do you get the yeah. feeling that maybe he's just bringing out his inner child with the high strike <laughs> yeah. and the Jenga? And well, he just, you know, he's really just using this as an opportunity to play himself to um, come up with these ideas? Uh, yeah, it's some of it. Definitely some of it. I know him pretty well. And then, you know, some of these things are, are uh, it's just, uh, uh, they're just fun. You he's know, a good, fun he is, he's, a, he's a good time himself. This is not, yeah, definitely. This is not definitely. your average cigar event. That, no. Uh, a lot of them are so boring. I mean, there's no, you know, the rapper standing in the store and here's the promotion on the cigar. It's not an event. Yeah. Last, this is an event. Last right? year, last year, I, so I don't know if I read or somebody told me, it's like, this is what cigar events want to be when they grow up. Yes. yes. Absolutely you know. true. Well, yeah. the other ones really should just be called brand switching events because that's really what you're trying to do. And this is all about just experiencing what it is to be Camacho. Be yeah, a little bit of a yeah, badass. Exactly. Test Live your loud. strength. Yeah. Test your wit. Yeah. Test Live your loud. ability to blend liquors. Exactly. I'm taking the giant band off of the Robusto now because I'm getting very close to it. Because this is it seems to be going fast. But again, we're smoking it as it's one cigar, so we're really chugging along. Uh, I was thinking. Are you smoking all three? We're gonna get. Yeah, I'm not doing one after the other. Oh, like okay. they are. Just taking a little I'm time. spending okay. a little bit with each size. Okay, got it, got it. Not everybody can do this. It's true. But I know. No, no, it looks like a challenge, man. It I'm, is a I challenge. I have yeah. to do it. You have to do it. I might have to do it. Go sit down outside with Johan. Maybe you tell Dylan. Maybe next year or something that becomes the vertical tasting or some other cooler yes. name than the yes. vertical tasting. But this, that this, is very interesting. This is something because it is very different. I've been uh, smoking cigars for 34 years, and uh, I never did this it, myself. It's, it's you could similar. Call it getting Camacho'd. Get, com- yeah. get Camacho'd. Yeah. Welcome and to you like go, you Camacho smoke every single right. size. You know? yeah. This is for the ve- real bold. Ve- very real. similar to what we did last year, if you guys remember, the uh, the cigar blind tasting. Yes. yes. You guys to try awesome. Three. Yeah, everybody loved that. You know, so. So, but that wasn't blind tasting like you took the band off. You actually blindfolded people. Yeah, blindfolded people. And yeah. put the cigars in, uh, I believe, in our shop. There was only one, one person. person. We had a dozen wow, guys blindfolded. He's in our right audience here. right now, Paul some, Beasley. He got some, it. Somebody got a, a hot dog as well. You know, yes, in, in yes. between, in between, <laughs> you know, confused with a Camacho, Connecticut. That's nice. 
Nice. It was awesome. And then we did the uh, peri- uh, mic- the mixology the mixology, yep. Where I got to be the taster. And, yeah, you uh, were all smiles after that. Oh, my God. I was drunk. <laughs> I was drunk. And at the end of uh, this show, we're going to go right into a mixology uh, class. Yeah, so, so yeah. that challenge is a um, – so the mixology last year was just make up whatever you could with whatever the ingredients were, were presented to you. This year, uh, what we are doing is the, – the, the goal is for the, the, the participants to uh, mix up a, uh, an old-fashioned. You know, and the best old fashioned gets uh, gets to win the challenge. All right. So, what's an old fashioned? An old fa- well, I mean, since we're doing with uh, with the bourbon, bourbon? okay. Yeah. So that is the drink that you know mostly it, it, it's uh, it's recognized to be made with the bourbon. Sure. Know? And what else? What goes into that? Oof, I'm not the best bartender. You know, I don't even I don't even get to judge him. Uh, so we, we have, have so we mint, so right? ingredients we have um, which so we're using I think the Woodford Reserve uh, uh, bourbon. Which is what we have. We have mints, which cherries. Was the, which was the best one, I thought. We yeah, out of the three that we had. Yeah, so we have mints, uh, cherries. We have, uh, I believe we have some oranges, uh, sugar, okay. uh, bitters. Uh, I think that's pretty much uh, whatever, you know, ingredients uh, right. we so, have in there. So I'm going to have to uh, decide. They're going to mix y- it. You're, you're going to be a judge, yes. And decide which one tastes the best. Exactly, yeah. All right, so the official concoction of an old-fashioned right. is one and a half ounces of bourbon, two dashes of bitter, a sugar cube, and a little bit of water, a dash of water. According to Google, that's the official recipe of an old-fashioned. Oh, that's so it's topped off with a cherry and um, a citrus fruit. Wow. Can't tell if it's a lemon or an orange in the picture. It's, it's something citrus, yeah. Yep. I think yeah. we have... We have uh, Actually, an orange, have orange slice and a yeah, cocktail cherry. All right. So yep. We got the ingredients. Take notes. Now, to me, making a good mixed drink is not about making a strong mixed drink. Right. Just no. like blending good. a cigar is not just about coming out with something that is strong. A cigar's got to burn. There's got to be some complexity. There's got to be some flavor. And Balance. so yep. the goal should be when you're making a drink, and we've got our people here listening in the live audience, the goal should be to mix a drink that brings out the flavors of that bourbon, not that the bourbon just takes over the whole drink. Because I'm saying that because Dave does have to drive <laughs> later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if he is pulled over and uh, has to uh, spend some time in lockup, I don't, I don't want to have to uh, not go on my I could use the vacation. Party. I could use the vacation, <laughs> to be honest with you. So this no is cell ve- phones in there. This is, uh, this is very interesting. Right now it's time to play this classic day in classic history. You want to just stick around here for this and uh, be part of it. So uh, if you would. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. It is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, George, this is how it's going to work. It's going to be Mr. Jonathan, you, and Barry, and I'm going to say somebody celebrating their birthday today. We've got three questions. 
and you're going to say what year they were born without going over. Closest without getting over gets the point. And there's three. Uh, if you get it exact, you get two points. And it's the best of three. So uh, we're going to go to Mr. Jonathan first, who's our reigning champion. I think so, yeah. No, I, didn't I take it back last week? I'm 99% I took Weren't it back. Were you on vacation last week? No, I took it back last week. All right. So he had won the week before. All right. So All right. we're going to start with you, Barry. Today is the birth date of Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, you know who he is? Yeah. Movie actor, award-winning, became known for his role in Goodwill Hunting, who became a director, actor, and Academy Award winner in Argo. Uh, he claimed critical claim uh, in movies such as Pearl Harbor, The Sum of All Fears, The Town, which was right here in Boston, and he wrote Goodwill Hunting with his friend Matt Damon. He's born today. And Barry, what year was he born? 1968. 1968, Mr. Jonathan. I'm going to go 71. 71, and The Latin Thunder. 1970. 1970. Mr. Jonathan will take it at 71. Ooh. It's 72. It's 72 closest without going over. And this is his point. This is going to Mr. Jonathan first now. And today is the birth date of Napoleon Bonaparte. Napoleon Bonaparte. He was the Emperor of France who rose to power in the aftermath of the French Revolution. He waged war against every major European power in a series of war after a series of military failures. He was finally defeated at the Battle of Waterloo. Five foot two, Napoleon created the Napoleon Complex, but uh, not related to Napoleon Bonaparte. Nothing to do with him at all. Napoleon Dynamite, nothing to do with him, but he's Napoleon Bonaparte. He also, uh, his girlfriend was uh, Forno Catherine, also known as Forno Kate. Uh, And it was uh, 1484 was when he was born. 1484, he says. 1485. 1485. And that's Always playing the game. I wrote down 1617. 1617 will take the win. It's 1769. Oh. So Barry gets a point. So we have a point for Mr. John, a point for Barry. And, and George he, with a goose egg. You have nothing, have nothing. But this is your chance, and you're going to go first. Oh, Lord. Okay. And this is the last one. Today is the birthday of Julia Child. Okay. Ju- Julia Child, American-born French chef who brought the love to cooking on TV viewers first in 1963 and wrote the famous cookbook, Mastering the Art of French Cooking. She's the number one celebrity chef of all time. The late, great Julia Childs, who died in 2004, was born today. What year? 1939. 1939. Barry Stein. 1923. 1923. I got 1928. 1928 is all over. All over. It is 1912. Ooh, okay. No kidding. So that is it. That is uh, this day in classic history brought to you by classic cigars whichever classic you choose it's a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com that's twoguyscigars.com celebrate today with a classic cigar and a quick reminder if it's your birthday come into any two guys smoke shop location at salem seabrook or nashua new hampshire on your birthday and we will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you so we play games here too not games like you play out there but this time we're going to be here till three o'clock and uh, they can come down and see you exactly. and uh, yep. participate in this in these games and uh, enjoy the Camacho, uh, all the different Camacho barrel-aged cigars. Get some barbecue ribs. Barbecue ribs. And um, so after you're going to go to, um, how deep do you go? You know, you're going to go to New York at Cup of Joe's. Then you're going to go to Alabama. Where, where else uh, are you going? After that, we're going to um, Blend Cigar Bar in uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis, yeah. okay. We got, and, yeah. we got listeners all over the place, so they can yeah. gear up. And then just a few more. Uh, so we're going to be hitting um, our uh, our boy in uh, ju- just for him in Springfield, Missouri, mm-hmm. Christian. 
Um, they were going to go to Outlaw Cigar in uh, Kansas City. Oh, have you ever uh, done yeah. an event with them? Yes. They do some wide yes, events. Yes, yeah. I've seen some pictures of actually like like military helicopters yeah. hovering on top of the store for the event. They know how to Big do it. Time. They yes. know how to do an event over there. Our friend Kendall Coberson yes. over there. Yes. And then after that, uh, we are hitting our Texas friends in Addison Cigars uh, in uh, Addison, Texas. So you're, you're, you're all over the country. All over the country. All over the country. Yeah. And when does this end? Uh, December 19th. Wow. Yeah, December so, 19th. So. And the, the winner of our event that happens here will go to the final event? or uh, uh, Yes. So we'll pick, uh, I believe it's uh, three or four semifinalists, and uh, we'll fly them down to uh, Tampa Humidor in, uh, in Florida, uh, and where we're going to be holding our, our tour finale. You know, and then out of those four, uh, one person will take uh, the, the, the grill home, the smoker home, or a $5,000 credit towards building their own. Five thousand. Nice. So this thing goes to five thousand so bucks. Is yes. it the actual five, smoker six. that it, that you've been using that they win? No, we'll give them a new one. Okay. Yeah, this, this one's gonna be pretty uh, beat up. I mean, it will be tested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, we'll give them a new one, or the, the or the credit. It's awesome. Yep, it's awesome. All right, we're gonna go to break. When we come back, we're gonna go through the mailbag. We'll tell you about new cigars hitting the shelves. We'll sit down live. With our friend Old Five Freddy, who's here, we're going to bring him on for his first live appearance on the Cigar Authority. That's right, live. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Camacho American Barrel Age Tour on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. We'll be right back. Hey, and whichever one of the American Barrel Age cigars is your favorite, and if you happen to be smoking all three, it can get confusing. So keep this in mind. The lid end does not belong in your mouth. We'll be back with our number two right here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Truly bold cigars like a good story. It's perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted, even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. 
Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? What if La Gloria Cubana stopped at the legendary Siri R? One thing's for sure, they wouldn't have created Siri R Esteli. Discovered on a Nicaraguan mountainside high above the Jalapa Valley floor, this extremely flavorful Nicaraguan puro combines a Jalapa Soul wrapper with a bold combination of Visos and Lajeros. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar that's worthy of your discovery. Learn more at lagloriacubana.com slash what if and find yours now at fine tobacconists everywhere. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancata. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, wait. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Get used to hearing it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal! Yeah. Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. And we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today. And we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire, doing the Camacho American Barrel Age Tour. There's a party going on. If you're anywhere in the area, please come on down. And we gave you a list of other places you can go to in the future as this Camacho Barrel Age Tour continues. It is a party, as I say. And where you find a party, you can always find Old Fat Freddy. We'll have him on in just minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up at least three cigars at the same time (laughs) with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. We are doing the horizontal tasting. I think we're going to stick with the horizontal tasting because this is a horizontal board that we're, we're doing it. I did have to relight the Toro. Unfortunately, I had to relight it. It went out on me. Um, Mr. Jonathan, have you relit yet? Um, I, ended, I ended up just wanting to uh, get a little bit more burn going on. They were starting to go out on me, yeah. so I had to uh, just touch them up a little bit. Going back and forth uh, causes that. It's the Camacho Barrel Age Tour, and we included that uh, in this um, this month's package of the Cigar Authority's Care Package, where you get four cigars, uh, all to be smoked on the show. One of them is the Camacho Barrel Age Tour. All our um, recipients have received that cigar. Hopefully, they're smoking along with us. 
And uh, only for $19.99 included shipping did you get one of these cigars that um, is a- around $10 retail yep. uh, came in with it. So if you're interested in doing it, we're sending the next, pa- next package out uh, towards the end of the month. Uh, a lot of listeners requested um, to be part of it. You can do that by going on to the cigarauthority.com. You'll see a little box there. It'll send you to uh, click the button uh, to Two Guys Smoke Shop, which will sh- ship it out for you with the guys uh, with the tobacco license to be able to do that. And each month, you'll be shipped four different cigars. All four will be smoked during that month. If you're interested in doing that, just go to the Cigar Authority. Click the button, get into it. You'll get charged $19.99. Every month you'll do it. Uh, there's no commitment. You stop anytime you want. You just say, okay, I had enough. I don't think you're ever going to do it because Never. you're going to look at the value of it. And um, whether you're listening yeah. in or not, you're going to say this is great. But the key is to listen along with us as we talk about um, the, the tasting notes. Maybe mm. they tasted the things you did. Uh, the time to do that would be tasting along with us. Right. That's the key. A few part. retailers took a part of that, one of them being Larry Thomas. Out in uh, Illinois, Streeter, Illinois. Yes. Love he, Larry. Yeah, and he became a part of it. He has a cigar shop, barber shop in he Streeter, has Illinois. cigar shop, bar, barber shop, so uh, go see him. So uh, with, uh, with no further ado, I think we bring on our old, old friend, Old Fat Freddy. Let's do it. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. All right, Freddy. This is the first time we're doing this. Are you nervous? Uh, yeah, a little bit. All I right. mean, I listen to the show all the time, but yeah. I've never had the honor to actually be here in person. Live. So, and usually, sometimes you do a couple of takes, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of camera shy, but... All right, here we go. So all right, let's do exactly it. Exactly how old is... Old Fart Freddy. Oh, man, that's a tough one. But uh, at the breakfast table, I usually hear a lot of snap, crackle, and pop. So that should tell you how old I am. I don't eat cereal, so. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> is, there a, is there a Mrs. Fart Freddy? Well, yeah, actually, there's been a few Mrs. Fart Freddies. Uh, I tend to <laughs> trade them in from time to time for the newer model, but sometimes I think they might be trading me in. All right. I'm not quite sure on that one. So uh, it's a little awkward question for you, Freddy. How are things in the bedroom? Can you still rise to the occasion oh my god the last time i got lucky with mrs fat freddy was when we found our car at the parking lot on the first shot fair enough (laughs) you kidding me a lot of people might not know this but underneath that camacho shirt you're wearing you have a lot of tattoos and to me Uh, they look a little bit like prison tattoos do you have a police record actually i don't but i am glad to say i do have them on a track well played. There we go. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take that to mean that you've, you've never been to prison? Well, I like to visit. I mean, I go on visits from time to time, like conjugal visits. There we go. Oh, my God. I love doing women in the can. It's unbelievable. Oh, giggity. Giggity. <laughs> that, uh, that must be difficult and dangerous in more than just a few ways, meeting women in prison. Uh, I hope you use protection. Oh, yeah, but that's not dangerous. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm actually a very cunning linguist. And I'm always packing magnums and a big rubber band to Fair enough. keep things secure. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of tame. Have yeah. you so, ever tried it? Yeah. I've I've not. Yeah. Uh, I've never I've never actually ordered a magnum ever. Yes. Uh, besides smoking aging rum cigars, do you have any hobbies? Like what? Like I don't know, fishing, hunting, uh, camping. Uh, no, well, actually, Mrs. Five Freddy wants me to go camping all the time, but 
I tell you, well, the only tent that I'm interested in pitching is, uh, well, well, I don't know, maybe we should not go there. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going with I don't it. Know. I know where you're going. I Last question. <laughs> who is Old Fart Freddy? I'm Old Fart Freddy. I'm just an old fart who can still pitch a tent without Viagra. I get lucky in parking lots once in a while and always in the can. <laughs> always. Sometimes aging makes a, a good cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Oh, man, this really itches. I think I should have used a thicker rubber bed. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't have slipped off, huh? Correct. Well, <laughs> I say I buy Magnums, but that's why I need the band. So I hear you. If you want, I'll give you a couple. Old Fart Freddy, everybody. <laughs> How about a nice joining. hand for Old Fart hey. Freddy? Thanks for joining us. Old Fart Freddy. It was my pleasure. Yeah, okay. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> old Fart Freddy, live and in person. And Old Fart Freddy is here every day except for uh, Sunday and Monday. Sunday and Monday's off. You can catch him... Uh, Come on down and visit. Come down today. Uh, we're going to be doing this till at least 3 o'clock. Uh, so there's some time for you to come down and see old Bob Freddy. <laughs> In the can. <laughs> Giggity. He's, oh, he's, a, he's a funny dude. Uh, okay, right now um, you got some mailbags, Mr. Do. Jonathan. Let, let's uh, see what that's about. Andy from Texas. Andy from Texas. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Thanks for thurni- turning me on to Topper. I received ah, my nice. ebony sample in the mail as part of the care package. A beautiful, satisfying, fairly quick smoke. I'll be ordering a box. I agree, however. I disagree, however, with encouraging the manufacturer to raise the retail price. You uh, guys smoke at cost, but for us customers, raising uh, the price two to three dollars per stick not is two, three, real money. Two to three dollars, a dollar extra, so yeah. the guy can make a living. Uh, we. And we appreciate rare and true value smoke that we can enjoy daily. My second comments are on the Rocky Patel incident at the IPCPR New Orleans. While a humorous story... I, I want to say something about that, about price increases uh, to, to a manufacturer. Uh, and, I, and I've said it to manufacturers before. And, I, and listen, we, we have to end up selling to the end user. But the key is actually to keep the manufacturer in business. Mm. So I, I've said that to them on the receiving end of it, even private labels and things like that, to say, why don't you up me a little bit? And they usually have the most puzzled look on their face when I say that, of why, why do you want to do that? And I said, because I, I think the cigar is fantastic. I want to keep you in business. A lot of these guys are struggling. You right. know, it's tough out there. So that, that's the reason behind uh, what I said. But you know what? He's not, he's not moving anyway. So, so uh, the second comment is the yeah. Rocky Patel incident in the IPCB on New Orleans. While a humorous story, I find it more reason to lament versus high-five each other. In the end, Mr. Patel needed to shell out several thousands of dollars to enjoy a cigar on private property, which should have been allowed at the discretion of the private property owner, not the city council, and the, that the decisions of private property owners with regard to legal products has retreated to speakeasies is a regrettable regression in public policy. This guy's quite the writer. Well, I want to say a little something about that, too. That uh, I, I've seen it on social media a lot of somebody standing in front of no smoking signs yeah. and smoking a cigar. I never liked it. You know, I don't think it, it shows a good sign for us to do that. Right. Uh, it's saying no smoking. So you, you don't ever see that with me standing in front of no smoking signs or anything like that. Um, uh, but to uh, pay the, um, which is what Rocky did, pay the, um, the people 
thousands of dollars to say, you know, turn this into a no smoke, into a smoking allowed thing tonight. Right. And the guy does. Cheers to him. I yeah. mean, he, he pulled it off and he, he turned her over because, um, you know, money talks, right? He goes on to write, prior to the New Orleans smoking ban, I visited three to four times a year with large groups of cigar smoking friends. Now I will never go back. Standing in the middle of puke-covered Bourbon Street Here we go. to smoke a cigar while being accosted by thugs is not at all appealing. Unless New Orleans considers reconsidering its relationship with private property owners, there are plenty of other places that welcome the business of cigar smokers and furthermore, at the same time, keeping us safe in their entertainment districts. Well put, Andy, from yep. Texas. And, Mr. Jonathan, you must agree with that Bourbon Street oh uh, analogy. Accosted by thugs is an understatement. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I'm wearing those shoes right now. They, actually, the kid did a good job. They're still shiny. Yeah, cost $20 a shoe. It did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't have to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> I had your back. You know I had your back. I didn't know that you were there. Yeah. They put me in that corner. I, I will always have your back. I know, and it's good to know now. Yeah. <laughs> I might have punched the guy if I had known you were there. Okay. Nice. You could have been bailing me out of – well, someone would have had to bail us both out. Would not have been debit. Right. Would not have been debonair. I would have got bailed out with you, man. Hey, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. And how to be more debonair is the one and only gentleman, Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. See what he did there? He suspended. It was a pregnant pause. (laughs) Time spent smoking a debonair, fellas, can never be subtracted from one's life. When banks train their staff to be able to detect counterfeit bills, they hand out real bills. This way, when bank tellers come across fake bills, they recognize them as being different from what they are used to. Guys, every week we talk about how to be better and more gentlemanlike from the inside out, but there is a way to do it from the outside in, surrounding oneself with authentic people, meaning those with truly high moral fiber not only will make you better from the outside in, but will also allow you to recognize when you come across someone who is two-faced. Being debonair is not always about how you treat those around you. It's also about how you allow yourself to be treated by keeping close only to those who have your best interest at heart. Surround yourself with the best, the best sales rep, the best customer service agent, the best chef, the best business owner. Surround yourself with the best and you will become the best. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. But, fellas, the question every single time is, are you debonair enough? I am. The answer is yes. When I turned 50 years old, that was the mantra to myself, which is surround myself with people I want to surround myself with, good people. You couldn't early on in your career, in your your life, and uh, as you get older, you you realize that, uh, you know, you want to be better and be around well, better it, people. You want to be a better basketball player? Play with yeah. better basketball it's players, It's difficult right? <laughs> as a, a young man to be able to make that tough decision and say, you know what, I feel good hanging out and partying with these people over here, and they may not have your best interest at heart. And right. I, would, I would say, you know what, 
as a young man, that would be the time to make that life decision and say, you know what, it's useless to hang around with these losers. I don't want to become a loser. I want to become a winner. And you start to surround yourself with winners. And I would, I would argue it would almost be better to just be by yourself than to hang around with losers. Yeah, so I was going to say. So kudos what, to you, Chuck. What do you say to someone that says, well, I don't have anyone of a positive influence in my life? Find one. Yeah. Go to church. Wherever yeah. you got to go to find somebody good. Change your daily routine. Yeah, Best yeah. thing that my dad ever said to me as a kid was that it's important to find positive role models. And I found that it was difficult to find positive role models that were my age. And I tended to hang out yeah. with people that were older than I am and... Uh, kudos to my dad for not trying to take all the glory himself and say, you know, I'm, I'm the only one that you should be hanging around with. He pushed me into hanging around with better people. Mm. Had he not done that, I probably would not be sitting here because I wouldn't have met Dave. And, you know, there's not to toot your horn, but there's, there's, um, <laughs> there is something to be said for if you need to, to find counsel with older people, do it. I'd stay away from the priests, but, you know, <laughs> there's some good ones out there, C- I think. C- C- it should be. Uh, cigar shops are a good spot, sure. Because yep. you'll miss, you'll meet people from all walks of life. That's yep. the amazing thing about cigar shops yep. that um, you know the commonality is cigars. But other than that, they're all different. Well, we had just here we had a guy that is a lawyer sitting next to an iron worker sitting next to a guy that worked for the paper. Right. All sitting together, enjoying the exact same cigar and talking about it. Yeah. And that's a way to be able to make yourself better. Cigars are a great equalizer. It is. It is. And, uh, and may I recommend a debonair cigar? There we go. There we go. You may. You, you may. You may. So uh, next Saturday, uh, Eric Newman, the president of J.C. Newman, Fuente Newman, will join us uh, with a Diamond Crown offer you can't refuse. We call it the Godfather offer. You come by and you see what that's all about because we can't talk about and it. And we're sticking with we can't talk about can't it. Can't talk about it's it. It's so good. It's so good. I want to tell people. What are you guys that? talking about? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> if they tell you, they'll have to kill you, Chuck. That's it. So we're going to have him live from uh, Two Guys in Salem. That's what we'll broadcast next week. And uh, we're in Diamond Crown Lounge, actually, here in the uh, Nashua, Nashua location. But uh, we're going to try to get from him. Uh, they're very, uh, they've been around for 120 years, and they're very, very slow to uh, come out with new things until it's right. Mm. And uh, I've been lucky enough to partake in some of those things. We did. Uh, we smoked the um, black, black diamond, diamond yeah. and different things that still no black diamond. You know, this has been years and years. It reminds me of Opus X when they came out with Op- Opus X. Uh, they showed it at a trade show two years in a row before the third year. And they said, OK, now we're releasing it. And they did release it to the West Coast only. <laughs> right. And they released Diamond Crown in the East Coast, which I happen to like myself personally better than the Opus X was the Diamond Crown. But uh, Opus X gets all the, uh, the attention and everything. But Diamond Crown, they, they, got, they got something going on. They gave uh, out some black diamonds at the IPCPR. Oh, they did? Yeah, oh, yeah they brought back a handful. Yes, they did. Wound up in my humor. But not for sale. Not for sale. Yeah, just, just a taste. Well, speaking of taste, we are doing the horizontal tasting of the Camacho American Barrel Age Cigar, trying all three sizes at the same time. I'm down to the end of the Robusto, which I'm going to take the last puff on, and I'm going to tell you, the sweet spot on the Robusto is the end. Mm. Now it is the best cigar. It's down towards the end. We're going to see if the other ones catch up to where this is. But the very sweet spot of this is towards the end of the Robusto. It is sweet, like I was getting uh, early on on the uh, Gordo that I'm getting now. It took a while to get there, but here it is. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you and say that the Gordo has consistently performed in the top one of three for the entire horizontal 
vertical Camacho tasting that we're doing. See, and for me, the Toro has been balanced throughout. Because that's all you're smoking now. Well, now I'm going back and forth. I oh, just yeah? put the Robusta back down. All right. But I'm spending about 10 minutes with each cigar. And uh, every time I go to pick up the Toro again, there's a, there's a little happiness. For me, that's the size. I'm going to go Toro as well. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Well, all three of you are wrong. And uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Uh, let's go to break. And when we come back, we have uh, good news, bad news in the cigar industry. Mr. Jonathan, where are we? Oh, geez, I forgot some stuff. We'll catch up to the asylum, uh, best tweets of the week, and um, lots more. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan. A young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. 
He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. We have cigar news, good and bad, from Barry. And we have good news from Mr. Jonathan, also um, trademarks and the tweets of the week. We got the Asylum coming up and lots more with the American Barrel Age Tour from Camacho. That's what we're doing here. And uh, we're horizontally trying all three cigars at the same time to see which one is better. Uh, very interesting ride that this is going through. I was saying how much I liked the Gordo, the 6x60, the most going through. When I got towards the end of the Robusto, my Robusto is finished. Um, the sweet spot came in strong. Um, I think the cigar, um, the, the level of a cigar, some cigars you have uh, start great and go, go into a different the, Yeah, direction. the peak is right at the beginning, yeah. and, and the Robusto did peak towards, towards the, end. the end. Toro, very similar. And I am just now coming into the peak of the Gordo, which I am digging. And I am not a 60-ring gauge yeah, guy. Yeah. Very interesting uh, test this is. 
if you're a real professional, real professional, you know your cigars, you can really do this. Very interesting uh, that I've never done this in all these years. Uh, even George uh, never tried this before, and he's going to end up giving it a try. Very interesting thing to try, the same exact cigar in different ring gauges. Um, I think the key is to smoke them along with, with each other, not to go to them at a later date to actually go all three at the same time. Uh, seems to be um, the, the real way to really judge this. Um, so um, new cigars hitting the shelves and trademarks. Barry, what do you got? Well, this week we have some trademarks. The following trademark applications for registration were submitted this week under tobacco products. And Miami Cigar and Company filed for Mayday. Mayday, help. Uh-huh. Uh, Acme Cigar Company filed for Route 1. And Swisher Drew Estate files for a Fighting 69th. And lastly, Espinosa Cigars files for Alpha Dog. Uh, Acme sent some samples in. Uh, they're back there. Uh, we, there was not a ton of them, but there was a few of each. Yep. And um, Yeah, Elliot Swede wanted me to give half to you. Oh, good, because I was going to yeah. say uh, yeah. I did smoke one. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, and, and that Route 1 was there, I think. Oh, okay. Or Route no, 66. 66. Route 66. Which I think is the only cigar they, they have now or maybe in different wrappers. I remember him saying that they only have one branded line right so now. So the AKA is gone? Were, were they once AKA? No, AKA, I believe, is a totally different company. Uh, this is, a, to my understanding, it's a new company started off by uh, Elliot Swede, who owns a tobacco shop in Texas, and, oh. uh, and he brought on a partner. Maybe the partner might have been with AKA at one time, but Acme Cigar Company is its own Own entity. Okay, okay. I'm not sure you're right, but I, uh, I'm hearing you. Okay. Okay. I have, you know, I've been wrong before. Here we go. I'm not perfect. That's it? That's all you got? That's it. That's all we got this week. All right. It's time to take a peek into the asylum right now. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. With the primaries around the corner, many people are still confused about how the government actually works. Laws seem to make no sense, and our civil liberties are being stripped one by one. When asked to explain how the government works, civics guru James Pond broke it down like this. The government subsidizes corn, creating a surplus, thus making it cheap. This, in turn, makes corn syrup cheap, and then it taxes products that use corn syrup under the guise of public health. That's right. And makes back its subsidy with interest. Is it genius, or is it insane? That's Asylum. It's insane. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. At the same time, we see fruits and vegetable prices going sky high. Fish sky high. And cheap food is cheap. Cheap food is cheap. Cheap food is cheap. Okay, so you got some mailbags. Got some mailbags here. We can go a little rapid fire with a couple here. Okay. We have Bart, and the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. I've smoked some cigars that were burning great, and then the ash falls off, and the cigar goes out or starts smoking differently. Is there a proper way to ash? Love the podcast. Thank you, Bart. Okay. 
Want me to take that? Take it. All right. So when you ash the cigar, you don't flick it like you do a cigarette. You're not flicking it. You place it in the ashtray and knock the ash off. You slide, slide the body of the cigar away from the ash. And, and take it off because it's going to ignite. You're going to see the, the head of that cigar the light The ends up yeah. turning glowing red again. And the quality of that smoke has dropped a bit because of uh, taking the ash off it. And you've got to smoke it slow and you bring it back to top quality again. Uh, when the cigar goes out on you, this is an interesting question. It's something that's asked all the time. Um, it seems like the cigar never tastes as good to uh, a cigar smoker when they relight the cigar. That's because they're actually doing it wrong also. So you try to remove as much ash off it as you can. This is when the cigar is out completely out. already. It went out. So take the ash off to the best you can in the ashtray, being careful with it. You're not crushing it. You're just doing it the same way, taking as much ash off as you can. And now you're going to toast the cigar like you were toasting it before. And I don't say scorch it and light it on fire and burn the uh, um, the end of the cigar off because what you're going to do when you inhale is you're going to draw all that soot right. back into it. So you're not going to do that. Tobacco is a sponge. Yeah. It's going to take, take on whatever it did. So take as much ash off as you possibly can. Toast the cigar like you were going to relight the cigar. Attempting to uh, – you can combust that ash. It'll, it'll burn itself away almost completely, and you'll get that red glow again. Yeah. So now it's glowing, and instead of inhaling the cigar in at that point, you actually – blow out of the cigar like you were lighting it you're turning the cigar as you're doing it the, the light is near the, the flame is near it and you're going to blow out a few different times as you um the turn is the exhausting you can exhaust yeah. that exhaust out of it and then uh, once you've done that a few different times the next draw you take in the cigar will be totally lit and, and you clean. Clean. You won't, you won't get that ashy taste because that's what you're doing is drawing the ash into the cigar. You don't want to do that. And I'll take that a step further. Let's say you are smoking a cigar in your car and you're ready to go into the bank and you're going to be in there for 45 minutes and your cigar most certainly is going to go out. Mm. The best thing to do is exhaust that chamber right off the bat. And then I like to use my windshield wiper because it's right in my line of sight. Some so people put drive, it on the tire. Yeah, you drive away from right. it. I've done it so many times. <laughs> so I, I, I exhaust it. You set it on the windshield wiper, it'll, it'll put itself out, and then yeah. you go through that relighting process, and it's better than ever. Yeah, it's clean, it's I've, good. I've also seen some customers in cigar shops ash every quarter inch. Yeah. You want to keep the ash on as long as possible. Yeah, don't make a mess. Right, it'll help keep the cigar burn cooler, yes. and if the cigar burns cooler, the flavors will be more natural. Yeah. So good, good, question, good, good question, good question. All right, so we got All bad. questions are good. <clears throat> we because love not asking the question is bad. It means you're going to continue to do it the wrong way. Don't be ashamed to ask the question. It's not a simple question. It's going to improve your overall taste. Of Early on in my cigar smoking career, I asked, I saw the guys not just put the cigar in their mouth and light it up. They would toast it at the yeah, end. Yeah. And I said, what? It was Keith in the Salem store. What's with, what's with the way you light your cigar? And he explained it to me, yeah. getting the combustion to all be the same before you light the cigar and change the way the cigars tasted thenceforth. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, uh, we're doing this vertical tasting of Camacho. The Robusto is over for me, and I moved on, and now I'm smoking the Toro and the Gordo. And value-wise, the Gordo, we're an hour and a half in. Yeah. No problem. I still got another. I'm going to make it all the way through with that, and I'm getting into the sweet spot now of the Toro, which is very much like the Robusto was as we're getting down. So very interesting. Yeah, I find the Robusto and the Toro to be almost identical, except the Toro started off kind of aggressive. It was robust right from the beginning, hence Robusto. Uh, and the Toro took a little longer to develop. 
which actually, Barry, I noticed when uh, smoking Kilo, uh, that I enjoy the Toro better because of that very reason. Yeah, and I also noticed that the Toro pro- progresses a little slower than the Robusto. Um, so if you want to try Kilo and you're not into strong cigars, I would try the Toro. The Toro will come up at the end and suck a punch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Robusto, as soon as you light it, it's punching you in the and, face. And, and people do the opposite. People buy the opposite way. They buy the thinner, smaller cigar because it's strong, and you're going to get stronger and more robust. The answer is to go to the bigger size of right. the stronger cigar if you want it to be a little For calmer. just about every cigar. I would imagine that there may be a manufacturer or two out there making their Churchill be ridiculous right at the beginning. But for the most part... You can follow along that rule of the Robusto is going to be robust at the beginning, and then the Toro is going to develop a little slower, and the Churchill even slower than that if there is a Churchill. Yep, yep. Okay, want to do another? Let's do Bad News Barry. Okay, let's do Bad News Barry. All right, it's a little bit of a short week for cigar news. but For, last, you, for you, that's because you're on vacation. Yeah, but I was checking my 150 okay. emails a day every day. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Lafayette, Louisiana was looking to follow in the footsteps of New Orleans with a smoking ban in bars that was mostly pushed by musicians. So Lafayette, Louisiana is now moving forward with a smoking ban that will ban smoking in bars with live music. It's passed the first vote, and it has to go through a second vote. I have an idea. If you're a musician and you don't like smoking, don't book a gig where they allow smoking. How about that? There you I, go. Instead that makes of sense. yeah, instead of let's uh, change the laws for everybody else because I don't like something. You're right. And California, Grass Valley, has passed the first reading that will expand the current smoking ban to create a 25-foot buffer around doorways to businesses. Uh, it has to go through a second reading to become law, at which point it would then be posted to Cigar Authority. Come on. We, uh... And the city of Griswold, Connecticut, uh, we announced last week, was about to vote to ban smoking in parks. They have another on... Christmas movie, right? Yeah, there you go, the Griswold family. <laughs> and... Uh, on Tuesday, they held a vote and it passed five to one to ban smoking in parks. And that's this week's bad news. Bad news. Uh, you know what? I can, to a certain extent, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not pro anti-smoking of any kind, but I get where a business may not want smoke blowing through their door. But I would say, instead of pass a law, go outside, be a man, and ask the person, hey, would you mind smoking that a little further down or, or go downwind. It doesn't have to be 25 feet. That's right. ridiculous. That's the perfect example. I was on the beach this week in Rye, which is uh, it's an area on the seacoast here in New Hampshire, and I was with friends of the Cigar Authority. We went out on the beach, and we were going to light up, and we noticed an area where there were a lot of kids. And instead, we moved further down by the rocks where there weren't any kids, and that's where we decided to light up and enjoy our cigars. The wind was blowing away from the family, and we did the debonair thing by not pushing the fact that we were smoking and perhaps ruining their vacation in their mindset. Oh. Barry, are you saying that the debonair segment is starting to wear off on you? Yeah. <laughs> it's the New Hampshire way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fr- a friendly way. Just mm-hmm. try to do the right thing in the first place, right? Yep. Be cool. Yeah. And maybe some of these things happen because of undebonair people. That these type of laws are done because they're not debonair yeah. in the first place. Be debonair, and maybe we get less of these negative things. Definitely. Do we get any positive? We got some good news here. Earlier this year, the city council of Port Lavaca, Texas, voted to ban smoking at bars and other indoor locations. However, after a two, after 204 registered voters signed a petition of referendum on the issue. The move went back to the city council. So there's some news in the good news there of voters actually signing a petition to make a change. Good. 
Uh, this week, those signatures were verified and the ordinance was suspended. However, it will not go before a citywide vote on November 3rd. Well, it'll now go before a citywide vote. Now go, thank you. Yeah, it might be one of the famous Barry typos on there. Famous Barry typos. Here we go. That's it? <clears throat> That's it. That's it for good news. Okay. Uh, we've got some good news on the Cigar Authority. Looking through our calendar right now, uh, as I said, next week, uh, Diamond Crown uh, with Eric Newman. He'll be at our Salem store. We'll have him live on the Cigar Authority next Saturday. That's August 22nd. August 29th, uh, we're having a visit from Stephen Adib. Stephen Adib is Cuba Rica. Um, Never met Stephen. Really? Stephen will be up here, and he's, he was, was a rep for many, many years in the California area, started his own company, and uh, Cuba Rica is one of his brands. Um, we got, um, he has Via Havana. Yeah, Via Havana. Uh, Barabbas. Yeah, there's a lot of Cuba Rica Limitada. Yeah. So he'll, he'll be on there with all that. Testarossa. We can't forget about that. Testarossa, That's a powerhouse. Yep. Yeah, it's a strong one. Um, so uh, we'll, he'll join us on August 29th. Uh, right after that show, we'll probably ship out um, the Cigar Authority care package for the month of September. Again, uh, quickly on that, four cigars, nineteen ninety nine. Just go on the Cigar Authority if you want to be part of it, and we'll ship those cigars out there. And you just quit anytime you want. Uh, but uh, we have three of the four all set up. We're going to wrap up the fourth one. Uh, I'll tell you, I already know three of them. The value is unbelievable, uh, and it always will be. I mean. right. So uh, it, it's a good buy. Don't worry about it. And if you feel slighted in any way, let, let us know, and we'll take care of you on that end. But it, it's always a good value. September 5th, Omar DeFrias from Fratello Cigars joins us, and he's going to be up for a couple of days, and he's going to be doing the dance-off with Mr. Jonathan on Friday that and Saturday. Correct. We'll have uh, the whole. I cleared my wife's calendar, and uh, we were having breakfast yesterday, and she said, all right. It's go time. We're mm. putting together some routines. We got some stuff planned for Omar. I know he's listening. Omar, <laughs> you and your wife are going down, buddy. Is he bringing his wife? He's bringing his wife. As the dancer. That's the dancer. And for him. For him. For him. And your dancer I'm is? dancing with my wife so, so that the playing field is even. So Mr. and Mrs. Jonathan versus Mr. and Mrs. DeFrias. Correct. Wow. This have we decided if we're going to be the people that vote or we're going to have uh, guest judges? I think we should go for guest judges because you're going to vote for Omar no matter what. No, I wouldn't do that. I you would. Be would. You I would. like breaking your chops. But at the end of the day, if I was walking down Bourbon Street with you, I would have your back right alongside David. There so. we go. It's all in good fun. All right. So, we, yeah, we've got to put little number cards together. We can turn this into a circus, right? <laughs> we can turn it into a circus. Uh, and um, lots of uh, other things uh, a little too early, I think, to uh, exactly say what they are, but we'll, we'll stop it right at that point and make sure on the other. So next week maybe we'll report to you um, things coming up further on there. We, we got the uh, contenders for the Cigar of the Year to think about and talk yep, about yeah. because uh, all the new stuff is coming in. We're going to draw the line in the sand pretty soon and say, okay, uh, anything that comes in after that point comes for next year. Uh, because these these cigars need to have some time to be sold and right. and people to talk about and things like that. We're trying to get every single thing we can. I'll tell you, uh, on the heels of B.G. Meyer, the Toro, coming in, I'm going to be nominating the American Barrel Aged Gordo for a contender. When we do our voting privately, I'm telling you right now, that's one of my nominations. I agree it would be a nomination. But this year, last year, like, the list was long. Yeah, yeah. This year, with all due respect to the manufacturers, nothing has 
tremendously stood out above the rest. Yeah. Early in the year, we spoke about Hirochi Rabanya, but now with that whole issue going on. I know. On, what do you do there? You, you're hesitant to vote for it because you don't know what the future of the brand is. Right. So You don't know what the, if the cigar is going to be made the same place, yep. same to, tobacco and stuff, and consistency is a big part of it. Yep. Uh, value, consistency, sales, all kinds of things that go into that. So uh, I know a lot of people do it, but we put a lot of effort into it to make sure we make the right choice. Um, now, B.G. Meyer, Cigar of the Year this year, um, that is part of the Camacho portfolio. I'm confused a little of that. I'm, uh, we should have asked George that, but yes, it is part of the Camacho portfolio. But it's not a Camacho. It's, it's not its, a own, Camacho. its own its own brand, right. which while we were uh, down in New Orleans, we spent a little time with um, Rob Weiss. Rob Weiss. Uh, yeah, Rob Weiss is one of the board of the bold, which yeah. is a Camacho board. Yeah. Which so is you have Ditka, Ma- Matt Booth, Matt Booth, and Weiss. Weiss. Those are the three. But, but Matt Booth, his attention is put on the Room 101 brand. Right. Uh, Ditka is put on to Camacho and Ditka, Ditka. Ditka. and uh, Rob Weiss, I believe, is his core brand is going to is uh, BG Meyer Meyer. and Higante. And if Camacho's listening, and I'm sure they're listening to this episode, I would love for them to do a regular release of the Slackers. I know you mentioned that earlier. Oh my God, would that be heaven? The Slackers is a regular release with some quote unquote normal sizes, right? I would love to see that. Slackers is a little shade grown um, cigar in in the tin. And, it's uh, not a tin size cigar. It's no, a regular. It's a, it's they a four call by it a, 44. Yeah, they call it a short Churchill. Might even be. A, is it four by 44? Might even be a, a 50 yeah, I, ring gauge. No, I don't. Well, is it three cigars there or four, four cigars? There's four there? in it the can't tin. be a 50. I don't think four 50s would fit in there. But it reminds me of uh, the, the Churchill Spitfires that used to come in the tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Ah. Yeah, I don't know the exact size, but that is a go to for me, too. Um, the only problem I have with those is. I eat them like peanuts, man. I smoke them like peanuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I open the tin, and the next thing it's gone, and I'm looking, who took these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was me. You know, I, I yeah. smoked them one after the other. I, I really like that cigar. So um, a regular size would be nice. Mm-hmm. It would be nice on that. Um, okay, let's go to the best tweets of the week, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. It's time for the social media segment, brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse cigar today, and these are the best tweets I saw all week. My therapist says that my narcissism caused me to, causes me to misread situations. I'm pretty sure she was hitting on me. <laughs> Kids these days think they have it hard. As a child, I had to walk through nine feet of shag carpeting just to change the channel. Do you think every president goes through that awkward first few weeks when they're not sure when is the right time to ask if aliens are real? Well, I bought a walk to cook healthy, and I have to say these french fries don't taste any different. And the best tweet I saw all week, four out of five dentists agree that shooting a lion is not good for the long-term health of your practice. Wow. Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2 bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Recluse Cigars, and they are paying a visit towards the end of the month, but in the middle of the week, I think they're coming up Sunday, Monday, or Monday, Tuesday or something uh, to go visit us. Um, Maybe we can get a quick interview with them or something while they're up here. But, um, yeah, they, they're coming in and out. Such a good cigar. Those tweets yeah. were good this week. They would have been funnier if it was the first time we heard them. 
Really? Yeah, well, we laughed when we pre- when we pregame. Well, I pregame it. I pregame it so Chuck knows when to hit the thing, so he's not prematurely hitting me with the rim shot there. But <laughs> and we know how much you like the rim shot. So there you go, big fan. <laughs> Giggity. So I got a Don't couple you? more mailbags. If you uh... yeah, let's get caught up anyway. Right. You're complaining every week that these are sitting there and somebody's listening. This is another to... message uh, submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. I, it's Mitch. I got my first care package in the mail today. Well done. Nice. I'm glad you started doing this. Keep up the good work. Mitch, P.S., I have listened to every show. And to that I say, Mitch, my condolences. Really? <laughs> if you went all the way back to the beginning, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't that do that. was some rough stuff. I recommend against Yeah, about today. two years in, it started getting pretty yeah. good. <laughs> That's what you uh, want to call us. We got another Mess. message. Through the Contact Us page, this is Sergio writing. I started following Dave on Instagram about a month ago, and I'm stunned at how few likes and comments his posts get. Is this real? This is real. More importantly, how few followers, 753 as of now, someone with his social media spotlight can manage. His last post gathered 24, 13, 16, and 22 likes. I've been on Instagram six months. And I have 490 followers, and my last cigar-related posts were 115, 127, all the way up to about 200. I'm sure he's going to say, so what's your point, which is basically what you were saying. (laughs) So my point is, someone with that platform the show gives you to reach so many people, put some effort into your social media by trying to be interactive with followers and mentioning that you have social media accounts to the viewers. I always like your posts and took the time to make a few positive comments. His His name's Sergio Rodriguez. Uh, a few positive comments on a couple, and soon discovered that he can't take five seconds to acknowledge the compliment, oh, and even a little thumbs up emoji, or God forbid, some actual words. So Sergio is saying, Dave, yeah. that you post it and you forget it, like set it and forget it. So let's share everybody's social media accounts while we're here. But I do, you know. Well, while while we were on the show, there was a guy actually sleeping with a cigar in his mouth, so I took a picture while we were sitting here. Yeah. We went to break. And I put it on there. I said, this guy isn't dead. Uh, he's just relaxing. And I put it on Instagram, yep. uh, which I like Instagram only because I can hit Twitter Facebook and Facebook and, at the same time. And Facebook, I can follow. I'm able to go back and look and follow what goes. But Twitter and Instagram, I don't know how to actually follow well, anything that's ever happened What's happening, happened in the past. is you I'll get notifications. And when you get the notification, you're supposed to look at the notification and then acknowledge that someone took time out of their busy schedule to comment and like yours, and then you comment yeah. and like uh, on my theirs. apology, and and it's out of pure ignorance of I don't know how to go back and well, do that. Well, let's say you just did it on Facebook. I think that'd be a step in the right direction because you do understand Facebook. And I do comment, comment a little bit. Not enough. Not it's enough. It's a very time-consuming thing. Well, and here's what happens, and this is to Sergio's point: when you comment, when someone comments on yours, it shows up in some of their friends' newsfeed. When you comment on it, it shows up in their newsfeed again and refreshes to people that are friends of yours in their newsfeed. So you get more juice out of commenting on posts. Is it anything to do with my age? I mean, I'm 55 years old. No. No? No. Well, I think it was exactly that. It was ignorance, and now you know, and so hopefully now you comment after someone comments. But you're on Instagram as Cigar Spotlight, correct? Yes. I'm on on as Mr. Jonathan DJ. And I'm on as the Cigar Authority. Um, and on Twitter, I'm on as Barry Two Guys, and I'm on as Mr. Jonathan. And you're on Cigar Spotlight on Twitter as well. 
Am I? Yes. Yeah. Okay. See, he doesn't even know who he is. Here's what happens. His Twitter gets hacked or whatever, and, and we have to reset his password. And then we have to keep track of what his password is to reset his Twitter account on his phone. The best one is, is Facebook. I mean, I'm David Garofalo. Yeah. And it's there, and I, I see all the things. And when somebody says something, I can, I can follow that they sure. said something, and I can hit like to let them know I saw it and I liked what they said. You should also respond to it. Well, sometimes there's a bunch of people, and what do I... You respond to every single one. Yep, you click reply. i, I got to get a guy for that. No, yeah. here's, here's what you got to do. Stop <laughs> posting 52 pictures a day on Facebook. I usually do it twice a day. But and instead just, of that, respond to when someone comments. you got to help me out. And comment on other people's out of the blue. Yeah, that's another big thing. Someone puts something cool on, you write a little something and take time out of your day. It's, it's, a, it's a very debonair thing to do. It makes people think that you care. Because you do care. I care. But you demonstrate that you care more than just hitting like. You put a little comment. Oh, very cool. I like that. Maybe now, a hashtag. how does he know I'm talking to him? Then do I have to say? You type his name. His name. And yeah, automatically you his name. So and I'm, then a debonair thing to be remove his last name. So, like, whenever you comment on something, I type David. David Garofalo comes up. I remove the Garofalo part. So it's David Comer, and then I give my answer. And by, by going backwards on that, it still alerts him that I said it. Yes. Like uh, Dylan Austin this week posted a picture promoting the event today when the two of you were in Manhattan. He was yeah. wearing his Detroit Tiger hat. Yes. No idea he was a Tigers fan. I made a comment. Based on that, I got like six new friends. Well, now you're talking his language. He yes. could be getting more friends and possibly catch up to me, which no. is never going to happen. Listen, I don't want to because I'm at 4,000-something on Facebook, and if I hit 5,000, I go into another, another you thing. Just, I can't get you people. You just go back and delete people that aren't real people. It's fine. I, I'm very careful. I don't, I don't accept everybody. If you know, There's a girl that has 10 pictures of herself, <laughs> and she, she was just born And they're yesterday. all the ones with the boob yeah. shot. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I don't take those either. And how did they even get to me in the first place? I don't know. Well, if you notice, a lot of them are either based in Nicaragua or Dominican Republic, cigar countries. Okay, yes. So they think we might be traveling to those countries. And possibly oh. need a hooker. Right, there you go. Really? Yes. I wonder why. I'm like, well, how do they find me and what's this all about? But it's all just, you know, full shots of themselves and stuff. And Yeah. So you can, they're advertising, too. That they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. They're using the social media platform for what it was intended. Really? Hooking up. <laughs> that's what Facebook was all about, right? That's what it was. That's, that's what it was. That's what it was. So they can't complain about them because that's what it was made there for in the first place. All right. So final thoughts on American Barrel Aged, if you don't mind me going first. Go. Although I enjoyed the Robusto. <clears throat> Uh, it was a little too much at the beginning for me. The guys that like fuller-bodied would want that Robusto. I lean toward milder. I've been smoking the Toro, and I actually may make a final switch and go to the 660, which is bordering on unheard of for me. Right. Because I liked it that much. Barrens? Uh, I'm back on the 60 as we speak. It's a very close second for me. For me, the Toro... Has been balanced throughout. And you tend to like something a little more robust anyways. Yeah, and I tend to like thinner ring gauge cigars. And even though we're doing this and we're supposed to be tasting the notes and what have you, I'm still having a hard time getting past the 60 ring gauge. But for me, the 60, there's been peaks and valleys where on the Toro, it was, you know, one constant climbing peak. Mm. And that's why I'll reach for the Toro time and time again on the American Barrel Age. 
Methinks you doth protest too much on the 60. That's all I'm saying. I'm not comfortable with big things in my mouth. Liar. Here we go. Charles. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Toro all the way. Uh, it's just got the consistency going on, the balance. It has the flavor profile, uh, which I particularly like. For me, it's kind of – you mentioned uh, maple walnut ice cream. Mm. I definitely get that profile with like a – little bit of that that bourbon spice if you will yeah um but it's enjoyable man but yeah this is this is the size that i typically prefer it's got the consistency factor so for me it's a toro all day long toro might be the one that i've been smoking exclusively not realizing and it was good to go through this process um the best one that started out absolutely wasn't even a close second was the gordo the six by 60 um for a long while when i got to the bottom of that Robusto. That was by far the best part of any of the cigars that I had. Um, and the Toro I had so many different times, but um, man, I'm going to have to go with you to the Gordo. Again, unheard of for me. Right. Um, but um, in, in a cigar like this, where you want to tr- taste that bourbon um, and know that that sweetness is in here, it was very noticeable on the Gordo as opposed to the other ones. It's slight. It's there, but you know you're smoking it when you're smoking that Gordo. It's, it's in there. So. See, now I think we're actually getting a little bit confused. There is no bourbon specifically. I believe it's just a charred barrel. Yeah, the right. barrel never barrel that, actually had bourbon in it. Mm, no, I believe it did have bourbon Did it have in bourbon in it? Because yes. I didn't pick up really any of the bourbon. I did well, whatever get that some of the is. charcoal, and the sweetness, I think, was from that uh, Pennsylvanian broadleaf. Did, did any of you guys try the bourbon, by the way? No, I, I had a shot this morning. Okay, uh, we we did it yesterday. We were trying the different bourbons Mary's and stuff. He's got a problem. Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. That's it. Um, it's not rum. It doesn't make you a pirate. So, <laughs> tasting that bourbon and then tasting the cigar, which is maybe what we should have done anyway, almost to actually introduce your your palate to the sure. taste of it. Um, no, I taste it in the Gordo. Mm. I taste that sweet bourbon. Um, it, it's there in all of them. I can taste it, especially when we were dry tasting yep. it. Yeah. Um, but it stayed longer, obviously, maybe more of it or whatever it is that's happening in the Gordo. Which is interesting because typically when you blow a ring gauge out, when you make it bigger and you're just adding filler tobacco in there, you dilute the flavors. And I found that this brought the flavors out. Much like if you were to have bourbon neat and you put just a splash of water in there to open that bourbon up and open the bouquet up. I felt like that's what the Gordo was doing, yeah. and this is why it's my favorite size. The uh, Camacho is dear to my heart because it was uh, I, I actually introduced the Camacho Corojo um, to the world. I mean, we had it for one straight year before it was released uh, into the country. So I've been on, on it a year and always uh, all the different Camachos as yep. they would come out and pay attention to each one of them. It's interesting that they put one leaf of the Corojo in it to keep, to keep it authentic authentic of being a Camacho. Uh, but I will say this, and I've had every Camacho many, many times, and you would think that I would like the Ecuador or the Connecticut right. the most of it, but I like American Barrel Aged the best of every Camacho. Hmm. Every Camacho. Well, I and I think that the reason for that is, the same reason for me, it is the only one made in the Davidoff factory, and there's something different about how they're fermenting tobacco in the Dominican versus Honduras. And to me, I, when I lit that up with no information, the, the rep came in to introduce me, Johan introduced me to Jordan, uh, and I got one of these, and I had no information on it, just that it was American barrel-aged. I lit it up, and I said, Davidoff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, it's, their it's funny that you say that because it's made in the Davidoff factory. So you being a Davidoff guy, I think that's the reason why you like this one the most. Well, have you tried the Avo Synchro yet? Yes, I have. So Avo Synchro reminds me a little bit of Davidoff Nicaraguan, which is here they're doing a Nicaraguan yeah, of yeah, an yeah. Avo. They, they have something going on. In the, in There's the a certain fact- process that they're using to ferment the tobacco that is better than everybody else. And I hate to say that because yeah, there are yeah, lots of friends in the cigar world, sure. but there is something going on in that Davidoff factory that's taking it to the next level. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting uh, thing that we did here with the horizontal cigar tasting. Uh, if you're a cigar geek out there and you're really uh, interested in doing something different, I recommend it. Seriously. I recommend you trying. Uh, it doesn't have to be this brand or something, but you want to do a horizontal tasting, do it all at once. Camacho has you set up. There is a Camacho three-pack and uh, you get a little bit of savings because you're buying three at once, but there's yeah. one of each size. Yeah, yeah. You could actually Ready do this. Ready, Ready to go. To Ready, Ready to, to go. do. Ready to go. It's very interesting. Okay. Um, he is the president of the oldest operating cigar factory in America, J.C. Newman, in uh, the U.S. distributor of Atoro Fuente. He is Eric Newman, and his Diamond Crown is, uh, will be highlighted next week. Uh, he'll do an in-store event with us in the Salem store. If you're anywhere in the area, come by and say hi to the him. offer you cannot refuse event. We'll talk about the past. We'll talk about the future of J.C. Newman and Fuente Cigars with Eric Newman from J.C. Newman Live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem next week. Till then, everybody, thanks for listening, and you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And whether you're smoking your American barrel-aged Robusto, Toro, or Gordo, Always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back next week right here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Take a trip into another world. CAO Columbia. The newest addition to CAO's World Blends is a delicious addition to the CAO collection. It's the first cigar to prominently feature Colombian tobacco and is a mild to medium-bodied blend boasting notes of toasted nuts sprinkled with briny nuances. Using a tobacco from the isolated mountainous region of Colombia, the Aiku Mazinga tobacco is a unique and rare find that provides a smoking experience you won't forget. For a savory smoke that takes you to another world, visit CAO Colombia. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven.